It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This, this is the Go Birds Podcast. Go Birds! Go Birds! Hey! Hello! The Go Birds Podcast presented by Parks, Casino, and Sportsbook. Elliot Short Parks, James Seltzer with you. What up, B? So I got a pizza question for you. Oh, I love a good pizza question. So we're in the office. We are. Or in the studio, I should say, recording. Yes. Uh, Looking I, at your beautiful face. You look good. You. Got you a get, haircut. I was just about to yeah, say it. Got a haircut. Clean, tight. Thank you. Good. Thank you. Um, so I heard on the radio Mo and there was pizza at the studio. Yes. You got excited. Yes. So I came in. So <laughs> I was like, are we going to record in person? Or, yeah. Because oh! all morning I was like, I might, I might. And then I heard pizza and I was like, yeah, I mean, why not? I might mean, as well. Free pizza. Let's go. So when you eat pizza, what's like your thought on the slice count? Like one slice of pizza is basically nothing. We would agree with that. Right. Mm-hmm. Essentially nothing. Two pieces I feel like is the normal. How far above two do you get before you're like, all right. This is like getting out of hand. Never for me. Like wow. I never, I never stop. You seem like think, a big pizza eating guy to me. I am. Oh, right. I love pizza. My point is like I never think I'm getting out of hand with eating. Like I never get to the point where I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Like All that right. just never happens. Four to me. slices. I, I give you four slices. Okay. Yeah. How I, much I, do you I think? think so be per- whenever I felt like sickly because I ate so much, I just don't ever do that. Like I never really get to the point where I feel sick because I ate so much. How many slices do you think is appropriate in a work setting? Two. That's what I think. Yes. I generally, like, if I were eating pizza at home, I would probably have about four slices. Like, if it was my dinner. Like, if I were having dinner, I would have between three and four slices, depending on how hungry I am. Now, what if the pizza has, like, it's like a buffalo chicken pizza? Well, usually I like to get, like, a buffalo and a pepperoni or something and Mm. mix it up. I'm a big mix-it-up guy. In general, when I eat, I love options. I love, like, you know... If I'm getting a steak, I want the potatoes and the vegetables and everything too. You know, I like to I like to bop around. So I do think, to your point about options, I agree, but I also think sometimes plain food gets a little undervalued in the way that like plain food is the best version of food. And then from there, <laughs> what? We, like there's a reason it's plain, like because it's the best version. And then like you you space out from there, like you <laughs> know what I mean. True. Like my favorite pizza is white pizza with ricotta. Like that's yeah, my favorite pizza. Well, that's not plain. For what it's well, worth. I know, but I'm saying like plain pizza. I think it's like undervalued sometimes. Plain chips, very right, delicious. But it's not the best version. Like plain well, chips are not like the, the best it's chips. Like the, it's the standard. Yes. Okay. Yes, the that's standard, fair, but not necessarily the best version. But it I became agree. The, plain pizza is underrated. If yeah. that's what you're going for, it's very I agree. good. Plain pizza is delightful. Plain chips also very delightful. They're, they're okay. Some plain chips are good. It's one of those things where, like, I get tired of them quicker than I do with other chips. I'm just saying, plain is the spice of life. <laughs> Coming from a guy whose favorite drink is water. There yeah, is. amen. Another great example. Another great example. Okay. Perfect. I like it. Let's talk some Eagles. What Let's do, you do think? it. All right, a lot to get into. Um, 
Will they play the game? Uh, interesting guy for that. So obviously everyone listening knows, uh, as of right now, we're recording this Thursday afternoon, there are 21 players. Yes. <laughs> Seven, so teams. 17 active players. 17 active, two on IR, yep. two are on practice. Squad. And it's uh, a fair amount of starters. Like their whole defensive line essentially. Yep. Safe, starting safety was put Backup on today. quarterback. Backup quarterback with their starting quarterback knocked up. Like you yep. know, They didn't even know if he was going to play to begin with. I'm guessing he'll probably tough it out just because like they're not going to go with Pat Shermer's kid as right. the quarterback. Um, It'd but, be funny if the Eagles signed Pat Shermer's kid off the practice. Like, all right, for, first and foremost, is this game definitely a hundred percent happening in your mind? I think it. I think it will happen. I'm not going to say a hundred percent just because. Yeah, you could have ten more to yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, like you know, knows? we're recording this Wednesday at yeah. two o'clock, like Thursday. 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 Wow, good point. Thursday at two o'clock. See, I usually go the other way. I'm usually like every single week. I'll be to Emily. I'm like. It'll be Wednesday night, and I'm like, how is it not Thursday night? It feels like it's I'm Thursday always like, uh, I can't believe it's Thursday, guys. Yeah. Oh, see, so yeah, I'm yeah, I'm definitely like the other yeah. way where I'm like, oh my god, I it should be Saturday. Yes, but it's yes. Thursday. That's me. So I think the game will be played for a number of reasons. One, I don't think the NFL really cares who's in the uniform. They just want the game to be played. Like, I, I agree. With they're that. not going to be worried about like competitive advantage or anything like that. Two, moving the game complicates a lot of things. Like for totally. a lot, there's of people, no more open weeks. Right. There's no more open weeks. Yeah. And also, like, there's TV things to deal with. And you right? can't like, penalize the Eagles saying you're going to play on a Tuesday because then your next game, like, it's, it's right. the Eagles didn't do anything wrong here. Well, and that's so, so from the NFL's perspective, or let me start on a larger scale. Like, obviously, I guess the first thing you say is, like, if you're the Eagles, are there, like, health concerns for you? Like, think about it. You're that's going again. Now, I know they're outside. A lot of them are vaccinated. I mean, so, we like, haven't seen, and again, I think it's one of those things where there's a lot of, variables and I don't think there's a hard and fast rule you can say but we've seen teams play and have COVID outbreaks after that and have had players who played have with we COVID. Though? That's what I was thinking. Tennessee last year that thing happened. Okay. Like, but look we saw with the Phillies if you want to go to baseball which is slightly different but you know the, the entire still Marlin, outside, still entire Marlins team had it not one Philly got it like it does seem like it seems like it's unlikely to yes. transfer from player to players. Right. Say. So I guess my initial thought would be, look, like, you have to do, I guess, what's safest for everybody. But outside of that, I think you're right. Like, if I'm the Eagles and I'm talking to the NFL, I'm saying, like, no, we're playing no this game on Sunday. Absolutely. Like, I'm not moving it. Like, because if to your point, if you move it to Tuesday, now the Eagles are playing on a short week, yep. which is a disadvantage versus yep. the Giants. And, you know, getting COVID, like, I, like it, I'm not going to blame anybody for getting COVID. But at the same time, the Eagles have had two two players get it right now. They're all wearing masks inside. They're doing all these extra precautions they don't have to. They're the major, the majority of their team is vaccinated. Washington, you know, for what it's worth, was one of the least vaccinated teams in the league heading into the season. And the first player, and shout out to Jimmy Kemsky of Philly Voice for pointing this out, the first player recently that went on the COVID list for Washington was Montez Sweat, who was not vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And the NFL said prior to the season, if a if a outbreak is caused by a team that is not vaccinated, that oh sorry I was okay I thought something major was happening. No for a no no that okay. door wasn't oh I, like so we uh, inside baseball we're behind baseball as I like to say yes uh, we could hear we just heard Jack Fritz yelling in the hallway in a weird time too yeah so so you were worried something was happening. I was like, why are we hearing yelling? We're supposed to be in a soundproof studio. Good point. So I was just closed, going to push the door close a little bit there, but three off there. Yes. So we're my, team to, no delete, though. We keep this in. That is very true. Yes. Team no delete. Um, but so if the, the NFL said prior to the season that if a, va- if a breakout with a team is caused by an unvaccinated player and that impacts the team's ability to play the game, then that team has to forfeit, right? Like that would be the outcome. So I, I think that the game should be played at one o'clock or not played at all. I 100% agree. And and look, question off of that. How would you feel about winning out of forfeit? Okay, so to me do you this- want Do you want, like, again, if those are the two options, which I agree they should be. You either play the game as scheduled and whoever gets suit up for Washington suits up and that's what happens, or Washington forfeits the game. Those are the only two acceptable yeah. options in my mind. How would you feel about a Washington So for forfeit? me, this is just so easy. I would definitely take me the too. I yeah, like what are I, we doing here? We were probably in the air, and there were a couple cars. Oh, I wouldn't want. Yeah. It's like, what are you talking about? It's really easy for people to say that don't it's have like, to play the yeah, game. Give me a win. Yes. Give Jalen Hurts another week to get healthy. Give the entire team an extra week to rest. Like right. you get a two week <clears> bye before the the stretch run. Hell yeah! Like yeah, absolutely. N- like I, this is such a no brainer to me. I, I don't know why. And again, look, I want to watch Eagles play football on Sunday too. Like right. it's our Sunday routine. Also, I look forward to it. But like, you're giving me a win in the most important game of the season. 
Thanks. Yes, I would absolutely, 100%, yes. I would 100% take the forfeit if I were the Eagles. For all the reasons you just mentioned, like, not like I get the whole, oh, like, you know, you didn't win the game, blah, blah, blah. NFL is a very physical sport this time of year. Like, there's COVID things to think about. There's health things to think about. There's a fact they could lose this game to think about. Yeah. The fact that Look, you could get might the playoffs. Go they like, might go in just being like, this team's rabid with COVID. We don't even have to, like, pay attention and lose the game. Yes. I mean, stuff like that does happen. And I course. do wonder, and we, we touched on this a little, but if you're the Eagles, like, you're going against an organization right now that is literally ravaged with yeah, COVID. Yeah, is you a know? COVID like, outbreak. Like if this was like a pickup league, there's no way this game would be played. If this were anything other than the NFL, college, they're yeah. not playing this game, you know, anything else. From like, a work standpoint, like... The WFU would be shut down yes. in this case. We would be doing shows from home. Like, And I, it's interesting, and I know a, a lot has changed in a year, but if this was happening in sports right now, a, a year... What's happening right now happened a year ago, all the leagues would be shut down. Oh, yeah. Like the NFL would not be playing. You're right. Now, obviously, there's vaccines now. We know more about it. But it also shows how kind of like uh, how much has changed. Desensitized we've yeah. come to it, too. Yeah. You know? like It's like, wow, 21 players have it. And we're just like Play not joking game. about it. But, you know, like it's not no, yeah. a year ago, if three players on the Eagles caught COVID. We would be writing about every player. Like it would be viewed very differently than it is now. So um, but I thought Alex Singleton made an, an interesting point. He was talking about how like, you know, will will from the outside looking in look at Washington to be like, oh, this should be an eagle, easy win for the Eagles. And it should be. Lines up to eight and a half, or eight, I think, on the last Parks Casino time I, time I looked. But Alex Singleton said— Good thing we took the Eagles at, like, uh, I know whatever, four or whatever we on the Parks pick pod. Yeah, who knew? Yeah. Um, but what Alex Singleton was saying was, it's actually a lot harder to prepare for them now because there's no footage on any of the guys that are going to play, and you have no idea what they're going to do. Now, there's a reason. <laughs> yeah. There's a reason. There's no Man, footage it's on these going guys. These practice squad guys who weren't on right. a roster. Yes. We yes. Go, yeah. it's, a, it's a stretch of an argument, but I thought it was. I like it. It was a you little know, interesting. But though. here's the thing: I like about that. I hope that's the way the Eagles are looking. It's true. Like I hope they're not to the point I just made. Like the only way I see the Eagles losing this game is if they don't take it seriously enough. If they say, "Oh, we're going to win." Like, we don't need to show up to win this football game. That's the only concern. We see it all the time. The NFL is that league. Like, of all the sports, the team that shows up more can win, right. even well, if they're and, way worse. And they're coming out of the bye, for what it's worth. Like, we've never seen a Syrian yeah. team out of the yeah, bye. Yeah, slow. So. And, and and look. They're at home. And which, there's a decent chance the starting quarterback isn't yes. playing, you know? So, yeah. So, yeah, they're yeah. home, terrible they're home They're home, yeah. <laughs> so that's a disadvantage. And look, home actually in this specific case I feel like is a disadvantage. A, you'd like to get Washington, the game in Washington against the depleted team. But B, like if they don't do start slow, yes. like the crowd is going to be extra ornery well, knowing that they should be dominating this football game. We don't, I don't want to get into the quarterback yet, but especially considering the quarterback yeah. situation. Yeah. So, but uh, – yeah, no, I mean, just being down at the Novacare, like, they're all wearing masks again. They're they're holding their meetings in the uh, bubble. And I'm not, I don't cover Washington, so I don't know if they're taking, the, if they were taking those type of precautions. But ultimately, like, the Eagles should be, I don't want to say rewarded, but they should they not, they should, they should not should be, be penalized. penalized. Yeah. And, like, you know, anyone can catch COVID at any point. So I'm not dispersing anything on Washington, but, like, the Eagles have been extremely diligent with how they handle COVID. Like, I think from a, fr- like, I don't think it's a coincidence that Washington, which is probably the worst run franchise in the league, yeah. is dealing with this. I agree you know? with you. Like, 100% and I don't agree want to with you. cast blame on the players, but, like, it matters. You know, when we talk about the Eagles and stuff, and, you know, we'll debate Howie and all that, one thing you do say, having, you know, you uh, interned there, right? Yeah, like, I work for the You know it's a well-run franchise. Yeah. Like, football aside, like, it's a yeah, well-run fo- franchise. Fo- oh, absolutely. Like, Don Smolinski is yeah, like, phenomenal at his job. All the employees love all working there. Be- like, yes. Very it, progressive. Fr- totally. Yes. Totally. And, and so I don't think it's like a... Uh, it's an organization that I'm not surprised that they're not dealing with a covert outbreak because they do handle it very well. And so I think from that perspective, they should not be punished by having this game move back. Point blank. I 100% agree with you. Honestly, I don't even think it's a question in my mind. Yeah. And, and I think that and if, I don't think it will be pushed. I don't either. And I don't either. And again, especially as as Jimmy and you pointed out that that it started with an unvaccinated player, which is something the NFL specifically said at right. the end of the season. And the fact that, like, I do think that if the NFL came to the Eagles and said, can we do something here? They'd be like, no, sorry. Like, yeah, like forfeit. Yeah, they could forfeit. Yeah. We, we are in a playoff chase. We're, we This yes. matters. We're not getting hurt for not doing anything wrong. And that's what they should say. I would I would, I would, be disappointed if the Eagles let the also, league kind of push them around in this situation. Personally, I would prefer the game to be Sunday at 1 o'clock as opposed to, like, Tuesday at 7. Well, yeah, buddy. Oh <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, oh, so there's that part of it. I think yeah. everyone would feel that way. I mean, there would be 
something kind of cool about it turning into a primetime game, sure, I guess, and but, all that. But. You know, and we know Tuesday Night Football has not gone well. Well, yes, <laughs> yes. I also wonder, like, what's the difference? And, you know, I don't know the, the intricacies of, like, all these people's COVID cases, but, like, if they have to test negative before, twice, before they can play, like, who's to say they move this game to Tuesday and they're not in the That's same exact situation? another great like, point. So I think you either play it or they forfeit. Yeah. And I think they'll play it. I'm with you. And again, look, who knows? This is conjecture. Again, tomorrow they could do another round of testing. Three more people today. Three more people today. It could be 10 more tomorrow. And then it's like, oh, well, But what it do is we do? crazy. They're down to, I think, 36 players on the active roster I mean, that's that nuts. can currently practice. I mean, that's nuts. That's cr- yeah. I mean, there's 50. It's not that far yeah, off from half the roster. There's 46 active on, on game days. They're right. 10 short of just having an active game day yeah. roster. Yeah, and right two now. on their practice squad. So, you know, which doesn't sound like a huge deal initially, but they might have to call up every single person from yeah. the practice squad. Well, they, so. right now they probably would, right? At least 10 of the yeah. 13 left or whatever it is. So, yep. <laughs> oh, it's, it's a wild situation. It it's also wild. crazy how this is all happening right now in, like, all sports. Oh, yeah. Well, it's not just basketball, football. Yeah. Well, football, especially. I mean, I think like the numbers were insane. It's gone up. I saw yesterday, I think it's probably up to like 80 or whatever, but it was like all year long, there have been 110 players placed on the COVID list prior this weekend. And now there's like 80 people on the list. It's crazy. And like, you know, locally, I look and I'm like, well, they're coming off the bye, but like the whole league's not coming off the bye. So, and the Eagles only had two. And the, yeah, well, you look at the teams that came off the bye, like most of them, I mean, Indy seems okay. The Eagles seem okay. New England is fine. I know Miami, Jalen Waddell. But was like, added, yeah. for the most part, it seems like the teams coming off the bye weren't even the problem. Yes. You know? Washington certainly wasn't coming off a bye. You know? Cleveland wasn't no. coming off a bye. All these teams that are having like serious issues you know, weren't coming off a bye. I do wish we would have known this before putting together our parks parlay. Yeah, we would have put them. And then uh, Cleveland, we would have probably <laughs> yes. taken Vegas yeah. in that one. So. Yeah. Well, that is the tough part about Something making to your consider. picks early yeah. in the week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes we do our picks on Saturday. Probably a lot smarter for yes. making the picks perspective. Yes. But, you know, it happens. All right, content let, rules all. Content rules all, baby. Yeah. Cash rules everything around me. Content rules everything around me. Content get the money. Dollar, dollar, bill, y'all. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's let's get into to the quarterback thing because you mentioned it. And obviously, look, we're not going to do the whole Hurts issue of it all. Like, we've we've gone down this road. We know what everyone here thinks. Well, about. but it's it, it, I agree, but, but it is a lot different no, than the last point. time. No, that's my point. We need to talk about it. First and foremost, off the top, do you think Jalen Hurts is going to play? No. Wow. That I was mean, a definitive what do you strong— think? I don't either. If yeah. I had to bet, I would bet on Minshew, but I don't. I'm not as strong as you are. I wouldn't. If you had asked me the question, I probably would have been like, "Hedge a little, yeah." Uh, you know the way Nick was talking. I probably think right. it's Minshew, but like I'm not sure. You were definitive there. I just think the way they talk about him, it's kind of why. Why last week I was like, I, by Friday I was like, I think it's going to be Minshew. Yeah, because, you knew you were all over because it. like just you know actions speak louder than words, and they're splitting reps again. Like, and they shouldn't be coming off of a bye week. He shouldn't be splitting reps. Like, he rested a full week. Think about think about the Giants game, right? So he had a full week off after the Giants game before the Jets game. Then he had a full week after the Jets game. And now he's going to have another full week, right? So, like, he shouldn't be splitting reps by now. And I understand it's a high ankle sprain, which is a two- to four-week injury. So, I guess in theory. But, like, if he could have almost played in the Jets game, then I don't get how he'd be questioned. I, oh, I think it's pretty clear he could Yeah, he was never going to The Jets play. I, I think there was a 0% chance he was playing in the Jets game. Yeah, is the takeaway, yep. obviously. I think there is a real chance he could play on Sunday, but. I would say like 35%. Yeah, I would probably be. Yeah, I didn't, no, okay. So then we're in similar range. I would yeah. say 35%, 40%. I agree. Um, all right, so let's, before we get to the. the well, I saw the really quick just from practice. So sure. I saw him out of practice. He's not walking with a limp, but like. He's not running either. Now, I will say Jalen, like, it's hard to describe. He's a type of practice player, I say, in warm-up and stuff that is more of like a— Lackadaisical type yeah, of thing. Yeah, like lackadaisical type of thing. Like, uh, now in scrimmages, uh, like, you know, team reps and stuff, obviously he he goes hard. But we—I don't get to, the chance to see those. So, he was not running super hard in practice. Like, there was one portion where the quarterbacks ran from one drill to another. Minshew and uh, the third-string guy ran. Reed Sinette. Reed Sinette. Hertz walked. So, like, little things like that. Hertz was up first in the quarterback drills, but I think he would do that no matter what just because he's the uh, he's starting quarterback. Yeah, he's a starting quarterback. So, um, I, I think, like, from practice, you know, he had both ankles wrapped probably so that he could avoid showing which one it is, right? But, like, I, I just I, – I was expecting Sirianni to come out on Wednesday and say, yeah, Jalen's good to go, he's playing. And he didn't, and he hedged on it. And the fact that they're splitting reps is, like, extremely telling. You wouldn't be giving Minshew half the reps if you thought Hurts was definitely playing. Is there the possibility that they were emboldened by Robert Sala deciding not to prepare 
for Gardner Minshew that they're like, all right, Hertz is playing, but maybe we can maybe we can get them to spend their time preparing for Gardner. Like, is it you think maybe? I mean, that could definitely could be part of it. Now, you know, like we don't get to see practice, so I, you know, in training camp, I wrote down every rep, so I was well aware of the rep count, right? Like, I don't get to see that, so. They are saying they're splitting reps. Whether they're actually doing that, you know, I hope to find out during the week. But, like, if they're actually splitting reps, then that's not gamesmanship. Like, through the media to say it is one thing, and you're right. Like, they seem to have tricked the Jets, which maybe is not that hard to do <laughs> in retrospect. But I uh, I, th- I think it's going to be Minshew, and it opens up an entire can of worms if he goes out there and plays All well. right, before we get to the Minshew of it all, l- hypothetically, like, forgetting what you think is going to happen, you're Nick Sirianni. And you have Jalen Hurts at let's say 80 percent or wherever we think he's at. You know, somewhere in that range right. where he's close, but you know he's not going to be. Doctors a, say he can play though. Doctors say he can play. He's not going to be like a hundred percent. He's not going to be quite as mobile as, as he can move around as well. Who are you playing? So I think the opponent actually plays into this for me because I think if he was going against like a really good pass rush and you're worried about him back there in the pocket, then I think maybe you go with Minshew. I'm not one of these guys that's like. Hertz isn't great throwing the ball, so don't put him in there if he can't run. Like, that's just not where I fall on it. I think Hertz is developing as a passer. Like, he played well against the Broncos. He played well against the Saints. Like, we've seen him improve as a passer. Then he had a terrible game against the Giants. But if I'm if I'm Sirianni, and I like that you acted like Sirianni's making this call, by the way. You could have <laughs> very easily point. put Howie yeah, in there. Yeah, what a great point. Especially coming I, I, from you. Really bad especially job. coming from you. It's a really you know? bad job by me. I, everyone listening. You're bad. We're a hands up podcast. My bad. Yeah. My bad. If you're Howie Roseman, yeah. And Jalen <laughs> No, I think it's I think it's Jalen. And then the other thing about Washington is they are going to be extremely depleted. Their whole defensive line is missing. Like, I think that you can start Jalen, see if he plays well. And if it gets close, then like you pull him if he's playing poorly. Because I think their ultimate goal has to be to win the game. I'm not- but 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 I'm with you, but doesn't that create like you want to talk about creating an issue? Like there's one thing if you say, all right, Jalen's not healthy enough to play, we're starting Gardner. It's a whole nother thing if you start Hurts and then pull him for Gardner. Right. Now, I agree, but, you know, it's a much what are you going to wait till Jalen's 100%? Uh, like, look, I, I don't, I get it. I just think, like, if, if my thought is if I go in, if I'm going to go into this game and say, all right, I might pull Jalen if he doesn't play well, I'm just starting Minshew in that case. Interesting. Okay. It, uh, hurt Jalen, I'm talking right. about. You know what I mean? But I mean, like, but let's say you, let's say you find out Jalen's 100% and he's playing poorly. I would I would stick with Jalen. So you would so I'm not pulling Jalen. You're not pulling Jalen no matter what. No. Right. Well, that's where too we, big a we're thing. differing. Though. And again, like I we we have different focuses on what the season is right. too. I mean, like I I want them to make the playoffs. I'm okay if they don't. You know what I mean? Whereas like I just think making the playoffs would be so good for this franchise. Eh. Like it, I mean, look, like I think ultimately like Doug's first year he didn't make the playoffs. And we've been through this about mm-hmm. how, you know, he won the Super Bowl, right? But like I just think the whole thing coming into this year was obviously about the quarterback, but it was also about Sirianni. It was also about the coaching staff. It was like we spent a lot of time in training camp in the offseason talking about can Sirianni gain the trust of the locker room? Like is this a guy they're going to respect? And one way you do that is by winning and by going to the playoffs. And I think just like Jalen's not the only player on the roster. You know, like other things matter for these players. Like it matters for Devontae Smith to get reps in the postseason. It matters for Landon Dickerson. It matters for, it matters for Mylotta matters for Miles Sanders, like all these guys. And so, yes, in an ideal world, Jalen would take the team to the playoffs. That's what you want to see. But if Jalen's playing poorly, I would definitely pull him for Gardner to win the game. Wow. I wouldn't. I wouldn't, but I get it. I get it. I wouldn't. All right, I want to get into Gardner in a sec. Quickly, download the Park Sportsbook app. I mean, come on. How else are you going to monitor the line all week? Yeah, I have a crazy line. And if you had the Park Sportsbook app early in the week, you could have gotten the Eagles at like minus three, minus three and a half or whatever. Yeah, easy money. And you'd be sitting here like, oh, oh, buddy. Don't Look want to this. jinx it, but you know, Knock like wood, right? five, yeah, five. Imagine what the alternate line on that would have been to get to Ooh, eight buddy. and a half. Yeah, oh buddy, yeah. Look, uh, we've been having so much fun with this app. So many great games. Always. We won the parlay again. Yeah, so, like we're actually up on the year. If you just played our parlay, hundred forty percent. You would if you, you listen to the Parks Pod app. First of all, we both went ten and five last. Week. We did. So How if, about you, that? if you listen to the Parks Pod app with the Parks Pod. If you listen to the Parks Pod with, with the, the app, app but, but, yeah, you would have had out of the fifteen games, ten winners told to you. So you just have to combine them in some fashion, boom. which would have been you know a little hard, but whatever. <laughs> and then if you're bet with us on our parlay all week, all, all season, you'd be up one hundred forty percent. Boom. I mean, we got to take these chances to brag because there was some rough weeks there. For yeah, a there bit. was. <laughs> yeah, 
We didn't go 10 and 5 every week. No. Is we what did we'll not. say. And there's so much more fun stuff. Elliot, we're in a soccer. We're in a uh, a lift on the way home from our show on Saturday. Yes. And Elliot's like, Leeds is playing, I'm gonna throw five bucks on Leeds, why not? And they lost seven nothing. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. You know? Should have so bet the, the over in be- goals. That's the beautiful thing. And it's so much more fun to watch these games. You're locked in, of course, same game parlays. Uh, individual player performances. You can bet on anything and everything. The app's fun to use. It's easy. It's intuitive. It's safe and secure. And here's the deal. If you sign up now, you get first bet risk-free up to $500. A $500 risk-free bet. Just download the app or click parkscasino.com slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S. Your first bet risk-free is up to $500. Your risk-free bets are fun and site credit. The website has all the details. You must be 21 and present in Pennsylvania. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. This haircut is amazing. Thank you. It's, I hard, actually, to even, it's hard to even look at I you. Actually you look do so think handsome it, I today. actually do think, and this is a good shirt on me. You but look like, very handsome Thank today. you. I do. Well, we have fa- uh, I say we because it is going to be my family, I guess yes. I should say. Me and Kristen. Ooh. We have family coming in this week. Oh, who's coming in? Her sister. Oh, oh yeah. buddy. So, you know. So your future sister-in-law. Correct, yes. So we're getting, How long is she coming in for? Uh, Where from? Where she live? So she lives in Charleston, and Ooh, she a is South Carolina yeah, action. Uh, just moved there, and she's gonna be here till Monday. But the funny thing is, so we're getting dinner with uh, Kristen's dad and her sister tonight, which is Thursday. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Nailed it. So he was over the house on Wednesday, like building something. We, we mm-hmm. did like a bump out in the house. So I actually want to show it to you. Oh, nice. But um, it made me realize like. There should be a class for people like me who don't even know how to do anything handy. Yeah, I'm and so And just with like you. basic things. Like just teach me how to like hang a picture. Teach yeah, me level like, things. Or, or even or just teach me how to talk so that when my father-in-law is doing something like that, I can sit like there an and asset. be like, oh yeah, you know, like Nice that's, rotor right there. Right, yeah. Which of the screwdrivers would yeah. you like? You know, like that's those a, type of things, yeah. That's a sweet... Uh... I got nothing. Yeah, I, I well, I was gonna like think of some things. I <laughs> really guess, good job nailing that nail. I guess pal. the wood at the bottom of the structure is called the skirt. Nope. Yep. There you go. So <laughs> nope. yeah, it was so funny. Like so, they hung the TV on it, and then um, it was like a little crooked. And in my head, I'm like, oh my god, this is gonna take forever. They're just like, all right, we'll just like do this and do that, and, and it was, it was like, fixed boom. quickly. Yeah, yeah. That's it's like a real Emily. skill to have. Emily's like that. Kristen's like that too, yeah. which is funny because yeah. I asked Kristen. I said, "Did you learn this from your dad?" And she was like, no, but I feel like maybe just being around. Yeah. Them, you know, like Emily does all the handy work yeah. around the house. I have no problem admitting it. But it was funny because uh, he's doing this thing. Him and his uh, friend came over and did it. Very nice of him to do it. Very great father in law. Um, and uh, I was like, all right, I'm going to get my hair cut at the salon. Like, I'll uh, I'll be back. Do you get. <laughs> <laughs> so not only am I not helping you do this manual yeah. labor, you'll get a cut at the salon. Exactly. Maybe. Yeah. You even so. said salon, which is even. I did, well, I clearly didn't you say that. You said haircut. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you get along well with your. So yeah, your father for sure. Is he yeah. a fan of Elliot? Well, the Park? nice thing is, like, uh, having the job I have, it's a very good talking. That point, is true. You know? that Football is, is a people very, are usually interested. Yes, in easy transition for discussion. Good point. So. All right, nice. Came very... back and I was like, doesn't look like Hurt's gonna play. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Now a nice little family dinner. Tonight. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. All so, right. So let's get it back to back these. to Minshew. Yeah, no transition there. Really, no, it was just non sequitur. Yeah, yeah. Gardner Minshew. What yeah. thoughts? Well, so here's the question I have for you. Yes, if Minshew beats Washington, oh god, what do you do? <laughs> I my head's gonna explode, Elliot. I don't know. Uh, look, I think I think assuming let's assume that they just don't play Hurts. They say, all right, right we're giving you one more week to really get healthy, get set. Whatever. So like Minshew starts, he plays exactly like he yeah. did against the Jets. I think that we say oh that was a COVID depleted Washington team they're horrible just a game but 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 I do think it sets up the scenario we just talked about not for me what I would do but I think that if Gardner plays really well against Washington but Jalen is healthy for the Giants game I think Jalen gets the start but I think if he struggles they have a, a much quicker hook than they would if Gardner doesn't go out on Sunday and, and crush Agree, and, like, the interesting part about the timing of this is you are getting a little close to, like, playoff time. Oh, you know? yeah. Like, was it was it Feely back in the day that, like, played the final seven games Six and they games. put McNabb Let in? him do it. It was actually uh, – it was so Coy Detmer played one and then Feely played five. So it was right. six total, and then McNabb came back for the second – because they got a bye. And McNabb came back yes. for the second round of the playoffs. So – and this is a different situation. They're not going to have a bye. There'll be games in between that and all that. But, like – if the offense is really clicking versus Washington, 
I don't oh, know. Like, man. do you just ride the heat wave at that oh, point? Like, I think. I mean, look, it depends how great Gardner is. It depends where Hertz is at. Because again, if, if Hertz is not good enough to play this week, then I'm like concerned about the next week because right. it is one of those type of injuries that lingers, and we know how important his legs are to him being successful. So, yeah. it just it gets trickier. It gets it gets to be a more combustible situation. Well, so Devontae Smith was talking today, and he's talk- I forget what the exact question was to him, but he was like, yeah, you know, Hurts runs more and Gardner stays in the pocket more. And that was just like a very, like, just like how they kind of view the view two the on like a basic yeah. level. Yeah. And, and as a receiver, you know, Look, you if, want the guy that... You want the guy who's going to throw the ball to you better. Right. No question. Yeah. No question. Or not even better, just throw it more often. Now, I know Hurts right. threw it all the time right. to Devontae, but, like, they're going to throw the ball more with Gardner than they are than they are with with uh with Jalen. But yeah, I don't know. It's a tough spot. Like we're I was talking about this in the hallway before we started doing the pod, but like, what do you think Howie wants? I think Howie I don't think Howie believes in Jalen Hurts. I would mostly agree. With so that. I would guess Howie wants Gardner to play well because I think he knows that Gardner's an asset that he can turn into something. And and I think the better Gardner plays in these spots, the higher the draft pick he can get back from Pittsburgh or Carolina or whatever team, probably not Carolina, but you know what I mean, a team who's going to, yeah. Carolina does the Darnold thing again, but a team that is looking for a, a guy for a year or two or a stopgap or whatever, I think, I think Gardner, somebody wants Gardner. Well, I also think just from Howie's perspective, which I'm sure you will say. Well, then is, he looks smart for going out and getting Gardner, Well, and also too. if they make the playoffs, I just think it's better for Howie. Like, well, coming into this season, is. you know, there's like, is. is he on the hot seat? Like, if they end yeah. the season on the playoffs. Oh, and that, look, Howie's not getting fired no matter We're what. We're stuck with Howie forever. But I'm just saying, if they I, make uh, the playoffs, like. Howie, yeah. Howie's never going away. Howie's, Howie will be in the Well, look, if he life. keeps winning, you're right. I mean, if he keeps winning the well, Super Bowl, he's going not to the playoffs. Win the Super Bowl, like, so. He's done it before. <laughs> Like I'm just saying, this, you know, know that that being a, a response that is allowed, like that is real, you know. Well, but the, think about this: you won the Super Bowl already. Is, you, is the most anno- it? It's true, but it is so annoying because it shuts down any conversation yeah, it's about like the Nick that. Foles thing. But he got lucky. He got. He lucky. didn't get lucky. He he had a year. He where, had a perfect year. Yeah, exactly. A but, perfect. But but year. like a lot of the things that led up to that were not lucky. He had two good years: 2016 and 2017. He was great. Yeah, well, like that's hard to do, you know. Like it wasn't like he didn't, you know. Like John Gruden Again, came to the you Buccaneers. You know how I feel about this. I think I that Howie Roseman was a completely different human being after he got put in that closet for a year, and then he won the Super Bowl and he went back to being. I know. I don't feel how, that blow way. Hard I know, Howie. Yeah. That's the way I. Feel. I know you do, but I'm just saying to your point, like never getting rid of Howie. If Howie's next seven years are like his last seven, then that's a successful GM. Well, if he wins another Super Bowl, of course it is. Right. But, but minus they the get Super to the Super Bowl and they lose, like if they make the playoffs, like those type of things. Like, I agree. Look, I hey, look if they make the playoffs this year, they will have been to the playoffs four out of five. Four years. out of five. Years. I know. I would guess not many teams have done. That. I agree. I In agree. fact, I think only three had done three out of four. So I can't imagine. Well, the Patriots will have because they only have one year off. Yes, uh, the Chiefs. Chiefs have done it. Ravens. 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 I think were one of the other teams. Will definitely the Saints. Have done it. Since, they're gonna miss this gonna year, miss probably. This year, but they had been a bunch in a row prior. Yeah. So I don't know, but I look, and we'll have more now. There's seven teams that kind of will happen yep. a little that's, more often and all true, that yeah. stuff. But look, I we're stuck with Howie. It is what it is. You say stuck. You know, I think lucky Eagles, to have. Him. Yeah, I don't want to say lucky because it's gonna upset people. But like Howie is again. We don't have to do a Howie. GM no, thing. I can't do this. Yeah, right now. but like. There's a reason that this team is probably going to win like nine or ten. All right, other some other Eagles stuff heading into this game. Uh, Jordan Howard, do you think he's going to play? Honestly, that's one I really can't get a read on. Like Kelsey says, he's playing. Miles says he's playing. I don't know about Jordan. I, it's a tough it's one. It's an interesting yeah. one. Yeah, I mean they didn't put him on IR, which makes you think that they believe he's going to play. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a tough one. Uh, so Kelsey's going to play. Sam, are there any other guys we're not thinking about? Any other situations? Well, this I mean game? the Quez thing. Yeah, what's going on with that? So still Quez on the COVID is, list? Yeah, still on the COVID list. Um, I would guess he's probably not going to play. Oh, good. More Rager. Great. Yeah, more Rager. Terrific. Exactly. It's yeah, your everybody boy, in Philadelphia your wants. Your boy Rager. Um, you know, interesting thing I heard Again, today. fireable offense. If you could be fired for one move, yeah. Rager well, over Jefferson a lot of GM. is a fireable offense. Um, you know what? I was interesting thing I heard today, and it's I'm not going into pro Rager camp, none of that stuff. Do you know Rager is younger than Devontae Smith? Don't care. I'm just saying. It was just surprising me. He's the youngest receiver on the roster. Yeah. He's also the worst receiver. Yeah. Well, probably. I mean, <laughs> you know, I haven't seen some of the other guys play, but probably. John Hightower over Jalen Rager. 
Honestly, their stats might not be that different because <laughs> high tower. Big fifty yard catch, like a couple of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, a few fifty yard catches. Yeah. yeah, but um, I thought it was surprising. Do you want my Adam Schefter, Nick Sirianni? Yes, take? I do. And we are going to get to some reviews in just a few minutes yes, too, as we do have some new up. reviews. Rate and review the podcast when we get to two thousand five star reviews. We're going to take the SATs and make fools of ourselves. Okay, so Nick Sirianni. Uh, no idea where a Adam Schefter, yeah. Nick Sirianni point is going, but lay it on me, sir. So Urban Meyer was fired today. As who 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 could have seen this coming? Right. Like literally, was there one person who, when he was hired by the Jaguars, was like great hire? Was yeah. there one? No, nobody. <laughs> um. And so Schefter is tweeting, and he's putting like uh, the Jaguars could have hired, and he listed like six candidates that they should have hired. They could have hired instead of Urban, right? And they put uh yeah. So it was like Arthur Smith, yeah, Bianami, Sala, like Brandon a bunch Stally. of guys. I think Leftwich was maybe on yeah. there. But so here's my thing, and we talk about this a lot with draft stock. Like, if you're a third or fourth round pick, it's harder for you to be viewed as a legitimate guy than if you're a first round pick. Like, even if you have to work harder. Like, Dak was a fourth round pick, so for a long time he wasn't viewed as a guy that could be the guy. Trevor Lawrence is going to get chance after chance because he's a first round pick. Zach Wilson's going to get chance after chance. Like, all these things, right? Like, in what world is Sirianni not being listed as a guy the Jaguars could have hired? He's the second best, at worst, the second best hire. My guess is because no one else talked to him. My guess is because, like, theoretically, sure, they could have hired Nick Sirianni, but in Schefter's mind, like, they were never going to hire. He was never— Right. That that was the way I interpreted it, is, like, that, like, the Jaguars could have gone for Salah, could, like, would have if they had not gone for Urban. Right, maybe he Would have gone for these guys. Like, Schefter would know who they were interested in, all that stuff. So right. I think I took it as that. I didn't take it as a slight of like, oh, he's not. I mean, well, like, I there's no argument that Robert Sala has been better this year than Nick Sirianni. Like, that's asinine. Like, Sirianni. Oh, I thought you said that. We, okay. Yeah. No, Sirianni has right, yeah. been better. Like, yeah. flat out. He's I was getting ready. To, I was getting ready to go. If you <laughs> yeah, <say. laughs> yeah, I'm like, come on, man. He is, Sirianni has been flat out better. And, and look, I think the Jets roster is a disaster. And I'm not saying shout Sala, out Joe you know? Douglas. Yeah, shout out Joe Douglas. But <laughs> I, um, I think that you know, I, I, my guess is it's that because I don't think there's any argument that like. I don't think he. I don't think he's sliding Syria. Right. No, no. Look, I don't think he's like. I agree. He's not sliding. You're, I like that you're like so out there to like anyone coming after Nick. You're like no. Well, I'm just saying. Yeah, well, you're out here like looking for slides against saying, Nick. Like I'm just saying that it was. I looked at it and I was like. Like because Sirianni was not viewed as a good head head coach. You love Sirianni. That's your. I'm boy. trying to tell you, your man. Dude. Like he's gonna be. A, he's already. He already is a really good head coach. Like <laughs> I think he is. He's so, doing a nice job. I now saw a stat after since week a eight. Horrible first seven. Weeks. Since week eight, the Eagles are either first or second in almost like any important offensive category. Yeah, he's got the best offensive line in football. You know, he really deserves Coach of the Year. Jeff Stoutland, give that guy Coach of the Year. True, and I will say when you talk about that, like how he did build a great offensive line. Stoutland did, yeah, I agree. yeah. No, I agree. Stoutland, how, like, Stoutland built a. You're so right. Yeah, Stoutland built it. Jeff Stoutland. Well, he didn't actually bring any of the players in. Yeah. Well, te- I mean, the stories are that he asked for my lot. All right, all right. I mean, that's we don't have to get there. down this road. That's what's out there. Right, but he's then he's the one who said, "Get me that guy. I'll turn him into." All right. Something. So what if what if the coaches asked for Reger? Well, I, <laughs> so, I like, don't believe that they did. I mean, okay. I think Doug Peterson talking made it pretty clear. Well, that see, I didn't... thought I actually got a different read on that. Than oh, you did. really? I, I thought, thought the that whole was read so was clear. like you talking to to me about Jalen Rager? Well, I think because he didn't want to answer the question. Oh, see, I got it. I got it. See, I thought it was a a clear, like, uh, yeah. I thought it was very much a, his response was, we wanted a guy on the outside. Yeah, I I do not believe. And look, let's say in a a magic world, which again, I do not believe that they drafted Jalen Rager because Doug Peterson, the head coach who they were not enamored with and gave no power to uh, or whatever, said, I want that guy. I think there's a 0% chance happened. But let's say it did. Let's say it did. How he's still wrong. He's the one making the pick. Don't listen to your coaches. Pick the guy well, who's that, better. That's what. Th- so no yes. matter what, how he's wrong. But I don't believe. I agree with you. I don't believe that's how it played out. I don't. I, I think that it, was how he deflecting blame. I think that's it was. What I, I think it was something much more down the middle. It was probably oh, like. Oh, I don't. No, wait. Let me say. I think you'll agree with this. I think it was probably like how he really liked Reger. Right. Mm-hmm. The coaching staff said, "Oh, we really like Reger because he plays on the outside," and it came together. Like I don't think it was how he wanted Jefferson. And the coaching staff wanted. I think how he wanted Rager and drafted. Yes, Rager. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But I also think part of the reason. I think at, at most he went to the coaching staff is like, "What do you think of this guy?" And they're like, "Oh, he's fast. Let's put him on the outside." Yes, like, exactly. I don't think it was like a art. Like, I don't think they, I don't think blame. they went to Doug and said, "Would you rather have Justin Jefferson or Jalen Rager?" And he said, "Jalen Rager." I don't believe that for a second. I I don't know about that, but like I I ultimately how he deserves the blame. Yes. Fireable offense. Yeah, but then, he but then he fired. also deserves he credit for fired the off- he for drafting. You either Jaylen give Howie ultimate Jordan. blame or ultimate credit for everything. He should like, be fired for drafting Jalen yeah. Rager. Over what about Rager. drafting Jordan Mailata? 
I think Jeff Statlin deserves a raise. Oh, my God. I really right. do. Right. I really do. Let's move on. A strong yeah. job by Jeff Statlin. All right. You got anything else on this game coming up before we kind of get into questions or some other stuff? Well, what would your worry meter be? It's pretty low, honestly. Like, I'm not, like, again, my my only concern for how they lose the game, no matter who's playing quarterback, is that they take the game lightly. They say this team is depleted. There's no one playing. We don't really have to show right. up today. And they disappoint because of that. I just think coming off a loss to the Giants, you know, I know they, they played the Jets after, but that still stings there in the last division game you played. Coming off the bye week, like, I would be surprised if they're not ready to play. I don't even know if Washington's good enough to take advantage of it. Even, even yeah, if they no, are. you're right. You know, you're right. like that's why it's really low. It's yeah, really I look at three and a half. Like I would probably, mm-hmm. I wouldn't actively go out, but like, would if you, you bet said, the? Would you bet the? That's points? what I'm about to say. Yeah. I would probably, if you said you have to bet on this game up until a certain point, like whatever, like you have to bet on this game no matter what, and the line keeps moving. I would probably get to like thirteen and a half. Okay, it would have to be like. Eagles by 14 for me to start thinking, oh, I'll take Washington. Like, that's how confident I am in this game. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm there with you on that Like, one. I just think this is a, a no doubt. To be fair, this it. is how we felt before the Giants. Came. I agree. Yeah. But again, <laughs> and this is not because, this is only because of the COVID stuff. Like, they are depleted. Like, yes. I think I, like, there's a real chance like that Pat Shermer's kid is going to play quarterback. Like, I don't know that Tyler Honig is going to play, you know? Right. Like, so, yeah, for, for that reason, that's why my confidence level is so high, but... You're yes, I was certainly confident they were gonna be the Giants. Less confident than you, to be fair. I was like, uh, it's not you, you were, know. yeah. So and I don't feel that with this one. This one just feels like, like you said, a situation of like I don't even know if Washington can can field a yeah, real like, can, team like, function out there. a defensive yeah. team. Yeah. Okay. So we would both pick the Eagles and we're both confident with the points. Yeah. I feel very good about it. Should we get into reviews? Yeah, let's get into reviews and uh we will not bring up this conversation if we're talking on Sunday afternoon after the game and, yes. and something horrible happens. Mark COVID bunkers. Um, All right. So we are at 1,741 reviews. We need starting to feel close, buddy. We need 200. Once we get under 200, it'll start to feel really So, how quickly do I need to start looking for someone who looks like me to to go take the SATs for me? So, we need 250. Take a picture or two of them and be like, see ya. All right. That would be rough. (laughs) 259 more. And we're there. Okay. All right. Let me pull the reviews. I'm actually nervous about this. Okay. Before um, it was just like a thing. Oh, give us reviews. It's, now I'm yeah, like, it's happening. I'm like earmuffs. One, two, three. Fuck, I might have to take the SATs. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at right well, now. Well, and also, if you leave a five-star review and you leave your Twitter handle, I will follow you. I followed about <sighs> five or six people. Yeah. So I will follow what's you. Twitter? You can DM me. Exactly. What's Twitter? <laughs> All right. This one is from Nick. Uh, leaves a nice comment. Five stars. Shout out to Nick. He put, little early for draft talk, but the Eagles having three first, where would you rank Jalen Hurts if you had to pick your top five quarterbacks in this year's draft class? I know what you're going to say. No idea. Like, I, what I'm going to say is I've not watched nearly enough Kenny Pickett, Sam Howell, Malik Willis. Like, I don't know. I right. Don't, the little bit I've seen, I don't like any of them better than Hurts, but like, I don't know. Kenny Pickett might be better than Hurts. I don't know. I'm starting. I have to, to watch more of these guys. Right as of right now, I don't have a strong feeling that any of them are are very good. So, this is like deep in the pod, real one moment. I'm starting <laughs> to talk myself into Kenny Pickett. Oh yeah, yeah. What is it about him? I don't know, man. There's just something. I don't know. Like you. Yeah. Honestly, I, can I be honest? It's because he kind of looks like Justin Herbert. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. I think Justin Herbert's a little better looking than Kenny Oh, well, we had this debate with Jack. Yeah, with Jack yeah. Fritz. Jack Fritz but disagreed like, vehemently. I don't I, like the two gloves thing. Yeah, I for sure. hate. Don't hate. like that he's coming from Pitt. And I really don't like that he committed to Temple. Like, that really bothers That's me. That's a good like, point. Like, this kid, the guy who committed to Temple is going to be the, uh, the Eagles quarterback? Yeah. What? Well, I also think like sometimes in these drafts where there's like, oh, there's no guy. Like then there everyone, ends up always they, being the I know. Yeah. And then he gets bumped and up. And they could just like get him at ten. Like so again, I would still stick with Jalen. I would use the picks for like other positions, but it, like just mark it down two forty five on a Thursday, December sixteenth. I'm starting to talk myself into Okay. It. Well that's good. I kind of um, like Sam Howell a little bit. I haven't seen him oh, play I too much. Oh, I could not be more out on Sam I haven't Howell. seen him play Sam much. Sam Howell looks like a, a fat Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I don't like any of them. Again, right. Matt Corral, have not been that impressed with him. Malik only, Willis, uh, Desmond Ritter, I'm a little bit on. Okay. So I would probably go, if I had to rank them, Jalen, Kenny Pickett, and then Desmond Ritter, and I wouldn't even rank them. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I have to watch these guys play more. All right. 
Um, the other, so a few people obviously left reviews but didn't leave questions, which is fine. But it's great. Uh, Greek Henny, Go Birds Guy, Corey Rob Twelve, Enrique Shockwave, uh, and K Do Eighty Five left Twitter handles and nice comments, which we appreciate. Go Birds. This guy. one I thought was a really good one from Twenty One All Day. How long do you guys think you could last as an NFL general manager before getting fired? Like a month. Oh, come on, bro. <laughs> like a year? I don't know. I don't. We don't know the cap well enough to restructure well, so, contracts. But here's what I... If we had, a, like, Jake Rosenberg working for us or something, and maybe it's a different discussion, but, like, I can't do the cap. Could you do the cap? No, but I think the important thing is here, like, it would be about building your staff and hiring people. Right. Yeah. Could so, I like, find smart people and let them do things? Sure. What it really comes down to is, like, Not would long. you make don't... correct decisions in terms of what you valued? Like, like, all right, so I think from covering the Eagles, me and you would both definitely be like, all right, we're going to value the lines, right? Mm-hmm. Which I think... Thank you, Howie. Is something good that he's taught us, right? <laughs> Thank you, but, Andy. Sure, but sure. um, no, I'm just kidding. But I, I actually think that I could last a few seasons. I bet you do. <laughs> bet you do. It's not that hard, like okay. you know. Sure. I look. If Dave Gettleman can do it, that's a good you know, point. He didn't know how to use computers, <laughs> like. And I, you, I, I can at least like you know use my iPhone really your well. Your confidence in your abilities, whether they be mental capabilities or athletic capabilities, is impressive. Look. If someone has to you believe, believe in, in yourself, yeah, someone has to believe in me. Might as well <laughs> Might be me. Well be Might as well be me. Um, this one is not a question, but it was an interesting point. Okay. It's from Jizz, Jizz J. Jizz J. Don't know if I should have read that. Kind of weird name, Jay. Yeah, might, yeah, um, might need to give an earpuffs for yeah, that one. Yeah, exactly. So he said, Die Hard's mm. not a Christmas movie. Jizz J living up to his name. You wouldn't clearly. call the first Spider-Man a movie a Thanksgiving movie, would you? I'm not sure the reference, but I thought it was interesting. I don't remember it, but if it takes place at Thanksgiving, then yes, I would call it Thanksgiving. Yeah, your bar is just so low. I, I, I again, yes, I don't like. Is there anything, different... anything with snow? Like no, not snow. Christmas. If it takes place at Christmas and Christmas is a part of the plot in any way, shape, or form, it's a Christmas movie. That's okay. the way I look at it. All right. Flat out. I had someone come up up to me in the office outside and say, "Die Hard's not a Christmas movie." So that's because the the sad people who think that it's not have to like bind, b- like bind together because <laughs> right. so many people think it is that it's like these poor little people like, "Oh, guess what? Me too. Let's be friends." <laughs> I just I, we got something we can bond over a horrible. I take. can't believe you'll watch that on Christmas. All right. Uh, I don't. I all I do is watch non-Christmas movies on I know, Christmas. I'm I know. Jewish. Like, what are we doing here? Stallionated. Well, okay. Stallion 808. I listened to this show religiously and really enjoyed the way you Shout guys Shout out to the sports. Stallion. Yes. If you could Stallion get, knows it's a Christmas movie. This is ahead. the easiest question I'll ever hear you answer. <laughs> okay. Oh, if you could get the I got like I know people use the term bet your life like yeah. loosely. You're betting I would, your life on this. Li- like if you said to me, you either die or get a million dollars. I I would I would confidently bet this, even if I didn't tell you that, ready? Okay. If you could get the following wish from Santa. One, you get to redo one Eagles draft pick in the last three years. <laughs> <laughs> or two, redo one Eagles contract. Which would you pick? Yeah, it's just Justin Jefferson. Give it to me right now. Yeah. yeah. So that, like, that would be I'm desperate for Justin Jefferson. Yeah. What so, about you? Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, I would redo the Jefferson. <laughs> okay, <good. Yeah. laughs> I mean, the contract stuff you can get out of so easily, whereas yes. drafting stuff is much more like... I think uh, the, the implication there is, would you redo the Wentz contract? Because I think that's really the only one that's really caused them any sort of problems. And it's going to yeah. be un- done next year, so it's like whatever. Easy one. Like, Justin Jefferson's going to be the best receiver in football for a decade, all right? Like, and Jalen Rager's going to be... did drop two touchdowns Just, against the Steelers. J- J- one of those was a really hard guess. <laughs> yeah, like, debatable. Really hard guess. J- Jalen Rager's going to be out of the league in a year, so that's great. Yeah. All right, well, last be, question. Because Howie won't let him be out of the league in a year, but whatever. This one's definitely non-football, but I think it's a, you know, it's hashtag. For, for, for those few, filling them out reviews, I prefer non-football I know. questions. Hashtag real football. one moment. It's fun to talk about other things. Uh, Kristen and Emily turned the pot off. <laughs> Kristen and Emily, are you kidding? Yeah, take there's a no guess way how many of the, Take a guess. Just a guess. How many times do you think Emily's listened to our podcast? Like ever or just since it's ever. become me and you? Ever, okay. ever, all the pods I've ever done. I'm gonna guess a low number. Zero. Yeah, zero. Zero. Okay. She's never once listened. Flat out. She's never once. She doesn't listen to the radio show. She doesn't listen to the podcast. She has never heard me talk. And she's heard it when she's been in the car and she's with like her mom and her mom's like, "Oh, is James on?" And she's like been forced to put on because right. someone like Emily does not listen to anything I do. So, so when me and Kristen first met, she was like, she told me she was really into podcasts, and I was like, "Oh, what wow. a coincidence! That this couldn't be working out better." Yeah. And I feel like she listened to like a few then, just yeah. to like you know. She yeah, was still excited yeah. to be early on and all those things. Yeah. Like, screw that. yeah. Right. All right. So here's the question. Emerald 24. 
Can you guys describe your first kiss? What grade was it? Who was it? <laughs> wow. Where were you at and where are you on a date? First kiss. Wow. Uh, sure. I can do this easily. Go for it. Lay it out. So it was, I believe, in sixth grade. First, like, real kiss. Mm-hmm. Sixth grade. Bernadette Mankovich in the in the school parking, in the school playground. But the funniest thing about this is, you know how Angelo marries people sometimes at, like, uh, mm-hmm. sure. the what's the jewelry he does it at? Um, um, I can't remember. Steven oh, Singer. Singer. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. So two years ago, he married somebody at Steven Singer, and it was Bernadette. How funny is that? That is super random. Right? Yeah. Burn it at. Burn it at me. Burn. Yeah. Sixth Mine grade. was Maggie Steele in the fifth grade. Oh, look at you. She was Sandy so in Greece. was that, like 1970? Greece, 1953 or something. Yeah, something like that. She was Sandy in Greece. Summer nights, buddy. I was in Greece. Summer nights. Yeah. I believe it. You're your accomplished yeah. uh, award-winning actor. Two-time. Can you give us a little summer loving? No, not now. Come I do on. love that song, but it's a great one. It's I it's yeah, it's probably the best one. What about a little we go together? It's another good one. Like, bam, 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 bam. The hand yep, hand. Well, you're the accomplished singer on the street, so <laughs> remember forever. There it is. Like, do I... This pod's really gone off the rails. Yeah, in the past way off the rails. Five minutes. Go grease light. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> Not seriously. Quarter of a mile. Grease light. Okay, we're done. Sorry. You're good. I bought. I pro. This is why Emily doesn't listen. This exact, yes, exactly. I why. promised her I would never sing into a microphone ever again. I've broken that promise like a hundred times since I made it. Yes, it's, it happens. It's, it's always. I think a we're good done. Right, we're done. This is about so as we're both done picking as we get. the Eagles, and we both think they should forfeit or not play the game. Done and done. Boom. Lock it in. You got any final thoughts today? No, I think the whole pod has been. Was final, final thought? I have a final yeah. thought. I have officially. I am one of. I don't know how many people could say it. There's probably a, a portion of people. I mean, I'm not the only one. Right. I'm among the whatever, 1%, 2% of people who has seen every single episode of The Simpsons. We finished our wow. Simpsons rewatch. I have seen Well, they're still every, making new ones. Right. We caught up. Yeah. So whenever the next one comes out, I'll You'll watch it. You'll have to it, watch it. You know? Right. But I have seen every episode ever. So this won't surprise you. I'm not big into The Simpsons, yeah, but that's fine. It, it was great. It yeah. took us a year. It took us the whole year. All How many of 2021. episodes is that? It's like 740 episodes or something. So each one's probably what, like 24 minutes? 22 and a half, 23. So yes. how many are there? There, Here, I'll tell you exactly. This is this. Is 740 a, times 22. I don't know exactly 740. I was just Well, guess. I'm just picking a number. 740 times I can tell you exactly. 20. It's not that hard to figure out. Yeah. Have you heard of this little thing? It's called IMDb. There you go. Well, uh, yeah. 731. That was pretty cool. 731. Let's guess they're each 23 minutes. Okay. Divided by 60. 280 hours divided by <laughs> 11 days. 11 days. Eleven time days well spent. <laughs> yeah, it really was. It was, yeah. Time well. Spent. It's always a good time. So, uh, yeah, I feel pretty proud about it. Yeah. Hey, oh, I thought about putting my Twitter bio. You should, or at least tweet it. I've seen every right. episode of The Simpsons. Yeah. What's Twitter? What's that's Twitter? It's exactly <laughs> right. It's exactly. All right. right. Uh, Saturday, three-hour extravaganza. Yes, Go of Birds, Go Birds one Radio. To four. Check us out one to four instead of one to three on WIP. So check us out there. That'll be a lot of fun. We'll put that pod in the feed as well. And then, of course, after the uh, the COVID game. Yes, we'll the COVID Sunday game. Talking yeah. about the uh, hopeful Eagles dominant win or the sweet forfeit. A win either way. <laughs> do we do a post-game pod for a forfeit? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay. We'll be there either way. He's Adam James. We'll talk to you guys soon.